justice and peace. Let's go. Game Changers Media Network, Game Changers Magazine, Voices of the Village Podcast. And I'm here with Ms. Maggie Martinez of Starbound PR and Book Events. How are you doing today, Maggie? I'm doing great. New hope, new goals. Uh, 2024 is coming to town, and uh, I want to make sure that everybody comes to the book event. And make sure if you're running for office, read the whole book. So you don't miss anything. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're kicking out 2024 and 2024 is an election year. Yes. So you're going to have plenty political candidates running, plenty political candidates trying to figure it out, how to get in office, how to stay in office. And your book, The Secrets of Campaigning. So you want to run. So you think you want to run. That's right. (laughs) Let's talk about it. What inspired the book? Well, the thing is, in my experience as a political consultant, okay, I noticed that a lot of people want to run for office, which is good, but they need a lot of information ahead of time. So that way they can learn how to run a campaign, know the different stages of the campaign, mm-hmm. which is our three stages. One is the first one is to make sure that you have a base, a good base, whether you are in a nonprofit organization okay. or because you have work with the community that you want to represent. That's that's key winning an election. Right. And the second stage is where you have to go into a primary. And and I always say, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> you have to invest first from your own money on the marketing. Right, right. So people know about you, uh, a great logo, a great branding, trying to do all that by yourself is not going to work. Okay. And the third stage is when you are in a general election where you're going to be competing against another parties. And right. People don't realize how much it takes to run a campaign and to make sure you have the money to run the campaign. Without money, without the funds, it's impossible to run a campaign. And you might say, okay, I could do everything. Okay, you could do everything. But the problem is when you try to do everything, you are going to affect your family. You are going to affect yourself because it's going to bring a lot, a lot of, uh, I will say, uh, a stress, which it should not be there if you plan your campaign correctly. Right. Uh, a, a, a campaign, you should be enjoying the campaign, enjoying the process, not being stressful of, oh, I have to get the signatures, oh, I have to uh, get some money, or no. Everything is in the book. How to make your budget, how to ask for money. Because remember, if you don't ask, you don't receive. Isn't that what the Bible says? Yes, it definitely does. It definitely does. You have to ask for that uh, donation and don't think, oh, I'm running for office and these are my key points and blah, blah, blah. But the problem is if you don't ask, you're not going to receive a single dollar. As simple as that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that I see when candidates are running is exactly what you're saying. They don't have a plan. They don't have a budget. And they're running off of this inspiration of, I want to be a leader. Right. But leadership requires accountability. Yes. Right. And in your book, you talk about some of those accountable actions that candidates need to take in preparation for running that race. (laughs) Right. Right. Because uh, it takes 
a lot of time people okay. might be saying, oh, it's okay. I could, you know, give two hours of uh, every day to the campaign. Impossible. Right. You have to give seven days a week, at least 16 hours a day okay. to make sure that you are reaching your population, that you are reaching your demographics. Okay. You need to go to church. You need to visit a different church every Sunday. You have to go to any events that the community are having. Uh, you have to uh, make sure that your family is supporting you, that your wife or husband are saying 100% right. because you're going to take their time for the campaign. So they have to be included right. and be inclusive within the campaign to make sure that they understand what you're going through and to make sure that they help you because you need hands, you need right. voice, you need uh, to make calls. And it's very, very important that you... Uh, include your family in this business. Okay. Now, when you say include your family, that like a lot of candidates are, when they start up and they run, they're just taking, you mean they need their husband or wife on board so that their husband and wife understand that, hey, I'm going to be taking certain funds away from the household. That's right. Away from our savings in order us to get, in order for me to get to a different level and be, be a leader in this community. And sometimes you have a situation where that's not, you know, the case where it's like, hey, okay, you want to run, but, you know, you're spending your last dime. Yeah, it's important that you understand that this is like a business. Okay. That down payment money needs to be there. Okay. That's the one that is going to uh, make your branding. Right, So right. people believe in you. Okay. Because if you have a crappy website, a crappy logo, uh, a very generic logo, uh a, a very bad photo of you as the campaign photo and a very bad produced video, right. that says a lot about you. And those key elements needs to be there before you start running your campaign. You right. see where I'm going? Right. Right. Nobody right. should know that you're running until you have all those five elements. Okay. And my chapter also talks about family. Right. The family needs to be on board 100%. Okay. Because you need that down payment funds or money there to do your branding because that's why i said what comes first the chicken or the egg yeah so it's yeah. important that you as a person that is running for office understand how important it is to kick off your campaign with a great branding that kickoff day needs to have all the elements and you might say, oh, but that costs a lot of money. It doesn't cost a lot of money if you find within your community the people that can help you do that, but with quality and professionalism. When it comes down to, when it comes down to that, a lot of candidates are, are, are putting the cart before the horse. Yes. You know, <laughs> and I know you've probably experienced that because you've worked with several candidates across the Southern Crescent, South Metro Atlanta, across Georgia, pretty yes. much. And I know you've seen some of the best to some of the worst, some of the most put together campaigns to some of the most. OK, you should have started two years ago. Oh, yes. Right. And one thing that I notice is that a lot of candidates start when the politics starts buzzing. No, that's too late. Okay. That's too late because, like you said, you leave an, at least you need two years. Okay. I always say three years. In my case, when I ran for a state representative, I started four years. Wow. Four years to establish my base, four years to escalate within my party in different positions. Okay. Because that will give you what? Uh, you're going to be out there. 
people right. will see you, you see? Or you could work with a nonprofit organization that work with human rights or any reproductive rights or any nonprofit organization that okay. works with the community. Okay? okay? Because if you're not working like you have streets for gentlemen, right? Right. right. So it Right there, you have an organization that you could help, but at the same time, you could be the voice of that uh, organization right, right. To, to help you step up. And don't try to run a campaign if you have not been in a nonprofit or uh, any movement like uh, women's rights, uh, reproductive rights, uh, you name it. Okay, okay. 2024 presidential election. Um, a lot of high offices at state. We even let's just talk on a local level from the president because okay. the president election draws people out to vote anyway. Yes. Okay. How important is it for a candidate who is not an incumbent, who is not a who who doesn't have a president to how can they maximize twenty twenty four right now in order to get in office? If if they if they saying hey man it's January the third January the fifth. I want to run for office and I want to put my bid in. What what strategic plan can they start with? The first thing they have to first talk to the family. That's very important. The okay. second thing is that you have to have some startup money. Okay. And the third thing is that you have to visit all the leaders of your area okay. to make sure they're going to back you up. Okay. Very important. Very important. Very because important. Because unfortunately, in the United States, only around 60% of the people vote for okay. the president, which is not good. And at the local level, when you see any of this um, for mayor, city council, commissioner, you see that maybe out of seven, like, let's put, for example, Henry County, um, how many registered voters we have. Okay. And only, like maybe 4% participate like <laughs> like if you don't have the the support of the right. local uh leaders right. you're not going anywhere right as simple as that you're not going anywhere you really need to have the support of the people of the community and the leaders that are in that area in order to make it happen and we saw that right here in Henry County um one, one, and I'm just going to be specific because yes. this okay. is what I saw. We saw where Commissioner Bruce Holmes was running against Commissioner Neat Robinson. Right. And although Commissioner Bruce Holmes had done astounding work in the in the, the in that district, in mm -hmm. that community, and we all know his documentation history, it was a group of political figures, mainly the Stockbridge City Council. And other political figures who stood behind Neat Robinson saying, hey, this is our person. For whatever agenda it was, for whatever it happened, that I, I believe that's what won the race for her. And and so when you say that, it's, it's kind of like you need other leaders who are in office to say, hey, we want this person to come join our team. And the, and the problem is we go to the basic. And the problem is because hardly anybody goes out and vote. Right. So if I have a list of the people that I know they vote all the time. Right, right. I'm going to take that list and I'm going to start calling people to make sure they vote for Neat Robinson in this case. And that's exactly what happened. Okay. And then strategically, she used uh, Mayor Ford wow. for endorsement. And she used uh, Carlotta Harris 
the uh, chair commissioner right. for Henry County right. as a support too. Right. So, and not only that, uh, all the Democratic women of, of Henry County supported uh, Nate Robinson. So, when you see the whole spectrum of her campaign, even though Bruce Holm brought a lot of um, development for Henry County, the people that supported uh, Nate Robinson, they had the key, and the key was what? The people you know. <laughs> right, And right, the people right. you know. And the people the only, who support that candidate. <laughs> right, and the only thing that you have to do is to make a call. Right, right, right. right. So, but... That not necessarily mean you cannot be an incumbent. Right. I bet an incumbent when I ran for House of Representatives. Okay. The other campaign that I directed was uh, Marisa Jimenez for senator in Puerto Rico. She won by 21,000 votes, and she beat an incumbent, too. So wow. People might say, oh, but why are you running for office if, the, if an incumbent is there? Because you have to have a choice. You okay. have to offer the citizens of everywhere okay. the possibility to have a choice. Not like pinpointing this is the one that is going to win. Right. You see where I'm going? Right, right, right. So, yes, you can be an incumbent. People think, oh, no, we can't. Yes, you can. I did it. I did it for Marisa Jimenez. Uh, I did it for Mayor Ford, which uh, the incumbent was a Republican. That was a major, major thing in in history in Henry County because, why? Because the first Afro-American mayor won against a white Republican mayor. Right, right, And that was huge. After that happened, Henry County changed completely the demographic of how they vote. That's why you see Carlotta Hattis in the last presidential election. She won by 21,000 votes, right, which right. Is, was incredible, but it happened because Hillary Clinton, uh, Carlotta Hattis was at the wave of Hillary Clinton campaign. Okay. So that helped her to win the election as the first chair, as the first Democratic chair for Henry County. You see... Politics, I always say, it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> if you are at the right place, okay, at the right moment, right, with the right leaders behind you, and with a good background in terms of community involvement, right, the possibilities are higher to win for office. Game Changers Magazine, Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village podcast. Stay tuned. We got to go to a commercial break. We're here with Maggie Martinez, The Secrets of Campaigning, So You Think You Can Run. You guys stay tuned. VOTV. Ease up. At Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology, our business is your health. Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff are dedicated to the pillars of quality health, such as equity, effectiveness, efficiency, integration, safety, timeliness, and people-centeredness. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology specializes in the evaluation and treatment of diabetes and endocrine disorders, thyroid, neck and parathyroid gland ultrasound examinations, and vascular examination for peripheral artery disease are just some of the services that Dr. Ronald S. Watts and his staff provide. Looking for treatment? We are currently accepting new patients. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology accepts all major insurance. Give us a call at 770-389-9494 or visit us at 550 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 110, Stockbridge, Georgia. Eagles Landing Diabetes and Endocrinology. 
Our business is your health. Visit us at eldiabetes.org. There are no mistakes or regrets in this life. Only the opportunity to learn and evolve. Leave your imprint on this earth. In that process, it's a responsibility and calling to aid others where possible. When you've been blessed, you should look to be a blessing. That can take the form of your time and resources. You only have one life to make a difference in others, so why not show up and be great? But not for the sake of yourself, but for a generation of onlookers who are looking to see what's possible. Being a State Farm good neighbor in the community is a privilege that I don't take for granted. My name is Sherry DeVos-Denard, and my office is located in the industrial side of McDonough, Georgia. We service all of Georgia and neighboring states Alabama and South Carolina. You can reach us today for all of your auto, home, life, and small business needs at 678-782-3005 or online at sddinsurance.com and on all social media platforms. We look forward to earning your business. Game Changers Magazine, Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village Podcast. I'm here with Maggie Martinez, the secrets of campaigning. So you think you want to run. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You think you want to run? You think you want to run? Uh, it's no problem, but you need to be ready. You oh. need to be ready. You need to read this book from okay. top to bottom. You need to buy this book for your staff also because it's a roadmap. Okay. How to get into office. And uh, a lot of people say, oh, I don't need the book because uh, I already know what I'm going to do. No, you don't know what you're doing. That's why you have to read the book in order to understand all the little detail, intrinsic detail that goes into a campaign. Correct. I put in this book 40 years of political experience working with politicians from all levels, from presidential up to uh, school board. Right. And right now I will be directing the campaign for Marianne Williamson at the state level. Okay. She's running for president of the United States. Okay. So how you get there, how as a political consultant you get there, I don't think it's easy. It's hard work. It's commitment. It's uh, transparency. Money. It's money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's... Uh, it's strategically being at the right place at the right moment. Right. Uh, but the key is the message. Okay. If you don't have a good message, not a message that you saw and read someplace else. Mm-hmm. No. Your own belief of the things that need to be changed in order to bring the quality of life for the citizens, not only of Georgia, the United States of America. Okay. People need to understand that your message is key to learn an election. People think, oh, oh, I could talk about education. Yeah, but what in education you're gonna change to make sure that our kids are not failing? Right. How what you gonna do to make sure that all the kids that graduate from high school can go to college? Which right now we are creating um, a society of dumb people. Why? And no offense to no one. Why I say that? I say that because if I see many kids graduating from from high school and they don't have the money mm-hmm. to go to college, we are creating a society of dumb people. Right. Right. And if, if that happened, that's not good. Right. Because 
you as a person that's going to run, for example, superintendent of education, okay. what is your message? What are you going to do different? Why the curriculum in Georgia is failing? Right. Why the the rate of a graduation right now is only in 76%. Mm. Only 21% of the students that graduate nationwide go to college. Wow. That's not good. Wow. Do you know how much I pay for my kids to go to college? Uh-huh. $300,000. We still owe money because if you don't do it, that's the only legacy I could leave my kids. Right, right. right? Well, 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 let me ask you this because, I, you know, we, we deal with a new cultural society. When I was growing up, I'm an 80s baby. I'm an 80s baby. So when I was growing up, that message go to, and, and then at that time, the Cosby show was on, a different world was on. You had the reflection of what college looked like. Spelman, uh, Clark Atlanta, uh, Howard, you know, you saw, and we see that in communities that didn't exercise those college rights. You know, now we're, we're seeing where more parents are pushing their kids to trade school. So, you know, is that, you know, is that still an asset when it comes down to being a leader or do you need to go to college or four year institution in order to be the best? My belief as a former uh, retired teacher from the state of Georgia, okay, certified by the state of Georgia, is that if you have a son and or a daughter and you cannot afford to send them to college, okay. you need to train them. Right. Electrician. Plumbing. Okay. You know how many uh, professions are out there that the only thing that you have to do is to go to a technical college or technical school? Right. Or you can learn from your parents if they do it. Right, right. Sewing. Nursing. It's so many things that you can teach your kids to get them ready for life. Okay. But you need to get them ready with something, you know? Right. If you cannot afford to go to college... The most important thing is that you make sure your son or your daughters can or have a training. A technical college uh, career is the best way you can go uh, to make sure that your kids can make it in life and Very don't correct. live in, in, in poverty. Okay. You see where I'm going? Right, right, right. Now, when it comes to, when it comes to elections, elections now don't seem to be based on your accomplishments or your education or that prestigious background. It seems to be a popularity contest now, yeah. right? Yeah. We've seen that over yeah. and over. Or who's your friend or relationships yeah. or that type of thing. It's not necessarily the best candidate. It's just who's popular. This is not about how you look. Okay. This is not about... um um the last fashion in in terms of uh you have out there to buy and wear this is about what is in your head right 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 what you bring to the table okay one of the things that i didn't like about stacy abrams campaign is that the news will emphasize a lot how she look how she dress excuse me she is not going to direct the state of georgia with how she dress how she look how uh, large she is. Right, right. She's going to direct this state with her mind, with her background, right. um, with her educational background, her experience as a, a leader at the state level. 
that's what you're looking for. You need you need to start thinking as a citizen what is important in a candidate, not how they look, mm -hmm. but how they think. Okay. And what they bring to the table. Lately is like a you said, a competition on who looks better on camera. This is not about that. Okay. This is not about that. Well, and and I, and I want to talk about the state savings campaign because I was able to view that campaign from many different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I felt about Stacey Abrams' campaign is that she tried to go back. Well, she ran twice. Yes. She tried to go. She she did a phenomenal thing with the women's empowerment movement, empowering mm -hmm. women. However, I think she tried to run on that in this term. And then at the tail end, she just tried to grab black men. And which which I felt which I felt that actually cost her the election because my thing is okay, why are you grabbing black men now? You you are is it because hey I see I'm losing the election, I see I'm losing the election and I need another demographic and I don't think and I think I think that's where she dropped the ball more so than how she looked and how she came across. And then let's go back to family. What does her family structure look like? Well. There are many angles why she lost the first time, and okay. there are many angles why she lost the second time. Okay. The second time, the message was wrong. Okay. Okay. What you had nationwide, the theme was reproductive rights. And you might okay. think, oh, well, reproductive rights, oh, well, no, but reproductive rights is more deep than what you think. Okay. It's about incest, it's about rape, it's about using women for sex is right. about much much more than just having an abortion mm. when you have i think it was a, a congress person a congressman that did a video about reproductive rights and it was a woman they knock on the door the police and they arrested her for having an abortion okay, okay? that message was strong so strong that he won. Yes, yes, it definitely was strong. It's it was incredible. You could see that uh, you could see that uh, video in YouTube under, I think it's uh, yell her up or something like that. But it's 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 incredible how the message. So in the case of Stacey Abrams' campaign, the second campaign was more directed to the overall of the demographics in Georgia. Okay. And the problem is this. If you try to get everyone to vote for you and you think the Republicans are going to vote for you, you are mistaken. That's why her slogan was Georgia for all. Georgia for all. Okay. Yes. Mm. Georgia for all. But the people that vote for you are not the Republicans that live upstate. The people that vote for you are the Democrats that live in the city compound right. and surrounding areas, especially Gwinnett uh, and all this area there. Okay. So that's how John Ossoff was losing, 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 losing until he got to what? To Gwinnett. And he won. Yes, yes. Right? Right, but right, right. But he had the right message, too. Okay. Is going? Right, right. And he was directing everything to what? To the Democratic uh, uh, citizens, the, pe the people, the Democrats, in other words. Now, let's talk about that. Because when Barack Obama ran, when Barack Obama ran, and, 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 and I like what you're saying 
about the demographic. You got to find your base because I think Barack Obama and Donald Trump actually did the same thing. Just vice versa with two different demographics. So when it came down to Barack Obama, Barack Obama in his first term, he reached black people. Yes. Okay. Not really. Okay. (laughs) He, He really reached everyone. Okay. And he raised his money, believe it or not, through Facebook. That's how Facebook is so powerful. Wow. People will send him $3, $4. But remember, $3, $4, and the population of the United States is how much? Yes. So he raised, I think, on the first quarter, $24 million. Uh, It was incredible. But his message, okay. his message was a message of hope. Okay. Because people needed... Uh, a president that cares about them, right, that cares right. about their job, that cares about the health, and that's why he approved uh, the the health care, the universal health care for the okay. United States, which it was incredible. Right. Uh, but that happened in the first two years because after that, you know, Congress changed to be Republican. Okay. I think the, the Congress or the Senate, I don't remember which one it was, or both. Okay. Uh, but he was able to approve that, and. Uh, you know that's his trademark. That's his legacy to 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 the people of the United States. On the case of Trump, he said, "Let's make American great again." Why? Because people at all levels were losing their jobs. But this is true. They're right. losing their jobs, and their jobs are going where? China, uh, India, uh, Philippines. Uh, you name it. Right, it, right, right. It's just true. Right. It's, we're not saying anything here that is not true that we cannot prove. And right. he said, let's make uh, American great again. So both messages, talking about message, the message is key. Yes. Both messages touch what? The fiber of people's heart. Yes, it did. Because <laughs> what also hit, when it hits the table, when you cannot bring food to the table in your house, and you don't have a job, and your jobs are going somewhere else, that's why Donald Trump won, based on let's make American great again. Wow. Because the reality is we lose it. We cannot say, oh, no, that didn't happen that way. Yes, we lose it. We lose it, and we were losing many, many jobs uh, going overseas, and that's not good. Game Changers Media Network, Game Changers Magazine, Voices of the Village Podcast, The Secret Sub Campaigning. So you think you want to run with Maggie Martinez. You guys, we got to pay some bills. Commercial break. Stay tuned. Voices of the Village, ease up. At ViStar Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. That's our focus. Vistar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Big Chick King Stockbridge is now open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Start your morning off with a selection of biscuits and gravy, grits and eggs, to mouth-watering pancakes with bacon or sausage. It's your choice. Come dine in with us, take it to go carry out, or order online. Big Chick King is dedicated to serving our neighbors, family, and friends with our all-new Southern-style menu and the best fried chicken in South Atlanta Metro. Enjoy that good chicken with home-style cooked macaroni 
macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and corn, vegetables and green beans. Located at 1334 Highway 138 East in Stockbridge, Georgia, next to the Shell Plaza. We're open from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday through Saturday. For more information, visit BigChickKing.com. The best fried chicken, hot and fresh out of the kitchen. Game Changers Media Network, Game Changers Magazine, Voices of the Village podcast. Back with Miss Maggie Martinez, and we were talking about the Barack Obama campaign, the Donald Trump campaign, the Neat Robinson campaign. We we went all the way from a national level to a local level, just trying to bridge the demographic of what's happening in elections. And want to go back to your book, okay? Because we and it showed based off the conversation that we've had, you've shown a wide variety spectrum of what that election looks like when you're running. Okay. What are three what are three vital tips that candidates can take when it comes to running in 2024? Because 2024 is totally different from 2020. Oh yes, because uh, COVID really changed the spectrum of the political arena. Okay. Uh you didn't see people. Uh, you didn't touch people. You didn't say hello to people because of the situation of COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. But now it's gone. The COVID-19 is, is basically, you know, the pandemic is gone. We still right. have the virus, but it's different. 2024 right. is going to be so different and so dangerous at the same time. Oh, wow. Uh, we need to think about what leader we are going to bring into office as a president. Okay. Because what we've seen is fanatism. Mm. Fanatism within parties. When you have fanatism within parties, like you said before, right. uh, how the people look, how the people talk, how the people act, and and it's like a, a contest. <laughs> a con- it looks more like a beauty contest or it looks more like a... A context of who moved more of the fiber of your heart. Miss Congeniality. <laughs> yes. And we have to be careful with Donald Trump. Okay. Unfortunately, Donald Trump, whatever you think, whatever you say, Donald Trump is not fit to be the next president of the United States. Right. And he has proven over and over again. And... Everything has been proven through court. Okay. Uh, he keeps with the same message that um, the election were rigged, and that's not true. Uh, if I have a strategy in front of me, mm-hmm. and I have absentee ballots in front of me, right? and I always tell my candidates, you want to win this election? Do the hard work. And you know what's the hard work? Absentee ballot. Okay. If you know that your winning number is 300 votes, because hardly anybody votes uh, in a local election. Right, But right. you know the winning number is 300. And the book is the equation how you do that. Okay. What you need to do, get 300 absentee ballots. Absolutely. Now, the candidate is not supposed to do that. Okay. Because that's against the law. But any of your volunteers can do it. Right, right. They can submit it. Right. But you tell your volunteers, 300. That's what we need. Okay. You are guaranteeing that you are going to win. Right, right, The rest is branding and message. Okay. But that way, not only are you talking to the person directly. Right, right. Because let me tell you something. In a local election, if you talk directly to the person, 
most likely the person is going to vote for you. Okay? Because uh, yes. it's that personal contact. Correct. And Correct. the person has the ability to evaluate how you think. Okay. Once they do that, they go out and vote for you. Right, right. Okay? So you, if you stay at home, that's not going to happen. Okay. The first thing is to contact people directly. That's one thing. The second is your message. Okay. It's very, very important that your message is the correct one. Right. Let me tell you something. In a campaign, a message can change in a snap. Yes. Based on what's happening. Okay? Okay. So you have to be careful when you change your narrative to change it to the right one. Because if you change it to the wrong one, that will go against you. Okay? Yes. For example, if you talk about abortion and you are in favor of abortion... But something happened, and all of a sudden you say, I'm not in favor of abortion. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, that, that, doesn't, work <laughs> that, that doesn't work that way. Right, okay? right, because right, that, right. Now we're talking about credibility. Okay. And the other thing is you have to, as a candidate, have a commitment with the position. Okay. Not only the commitment with the position, but you need to be hungry. Correct. Hungry for politics. And you may say, oh, well, that doesn't sound too good. Well, in a good sense, hungry for politics means that you are going to be in the campaign seven days a week without stopping until that primary comes. And then you have to be seven days a week for the runoff and then seven days a week for the general election. Okay. So if you don't have that commitment, if Mm. you don't have the time, don't do it. Yes. Don't do it. Now, let me let me just say this because it what, what it looks like um you're I've saw you on many campaign trails and I've been on many campaign trails myself and I can tell you it's a burnout. Yes, it's, it's a burnout. definitely a burnout because the 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 the, the funds it takes to actually commit to a campaign and actually give your 100%, most candidates don't even come close to the budget. Because they don't read my book. And that's what I and that's what I'm it's getting. It's very important. That you ask. Right. If you ask for the money, you are going to receive it. Right. If you do your kickoff, make sure you have at least 150 people there writing a check for your campaign. Mm. Because that's your foundation money, okay? Yes. Uh, It is very, very important that you make a list. Okay. You need to call those people directly. Right. Once you call them once and they send you the money once, then you could put your campaign manager, call them to follow up for other donation. It's much easier. Right, right. That message to get the money, which is fundamental in a campaign, is very is fundamental. By asking. People are going to give you the money right. if you have a good branding. Right. Do you remember I said the chick what called first, the chicken or the egg? Yes, yes. If you have a good branding, <laughs> they say, oh, I'm going to buy that book. It has a nice cover. Right. Yeah. Oh, look, it's, everything is divided. Oh, very nice. Right. So imagine if this cover was ugly. No glare, yeah. no, no, no. Nobody's going to buy it. No. Yeah, nobody. Nah. And it's the same with the candidate. The candidate is a product. Right. The candidate needs to make sure that his product is top-notch. Okay. That's the first thing. Right. And first, don't forget to talk with the family. The first thing. And the second thing, you have to choose the right consultants. There are a lot of consultants out there that they don't have the experience. Okay. Uh, you pass them through me, I tell let you know if they work or not. You right, know? right, right. Because 
you want to make sure that the money that you put in a campaign, right. people are going to be working for you. Correct. You should not be worrying about nothing, nada, exactly nothing, if you have a good campaign manager. Because when the candidate is there, the candidate, the only thing that needs to do is two things. Okay. Ask for money and be the candidate. That's it. You should not be uh, working with social media, website, uh, asking for money, uh, you know, like the follow-up. Yes, yes. Uh, All that is done by the campaign manager, okay? Right. And your financial uh, director. Uh, The social media is done by somebody else also. You don't do those things because you're going to kill yourself. Yes. And... You're gonna be the, after three months. You're gonna say, "I didn't, I didn't know this was like this." Oh my God, what I got into! Right. No, you should not feel that way. If you read my book and you go and do it exactly as I tell you, you're not gonna have any problems. None of the campaign that I directed had problems with raising money. None of them. Zero. Everybody, we raised the money with no problem. The money was there. Certainly, you have to keep a tight budget. Right. If you say, this is for the video, this is how much we're going to spend for that. This is for the yard signs. This is for the big signs. This is for the billboards. You make sure that you don't go beyond that. If you said, it's only two two billboards, that's it, two billboards. Okay. And so forth. Don't go above the budget. When you finish your campaign... It should be zero. You don't owe money to no one. Right, okay? right, right. And you can go and just think about the next level, what you're going to do, how you're going to run. Because that's another thing. Just because you lose, that doesn't mean it's ended. Absolutely. No. That's because you establish your base now. Yes. And now people know you. Right. And now you have a branding. And now people know you. That's why... All my candidates, they come back to me, come back to me, come back to me. Absolutely. Because the possibilities out there to serve this country are many. The possibility to serve the citizens of your community are there. If you really, in your heart, really want to work with the citizens of the United States, then you run for office. It's nothing else. Because at the end of the road... Nobody's going to come back to you and say thank you. At the end of the road, you need to understand that the most important thing is that you serve your country. Right. And and that's that's that. It's nothing else. Man, a bundle of knowledge going into 2024. Where can we find your book? Well, how can we get it? How can we get a copy? Tell 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 the audience how well, what, what I have doing? a couple of them. I bought to sell it at the uh, the book launch, uh, January 11. Okay. At uh, the Frozen Smoke in right. Stockbridge. Right, right. You can find that in Amazon. Uh, it's called The Secrets of Campaigning. So you think you could run. Okay. And read it from top to bottom. He always he even teach you how to do your own podcast because it's very important to have your own podcast professionally done. Okay. You don't need a lot really to do your own podcast, but you have to do it correctly. Right, right. Uh, there's three stages in the book that you have to read. Uh, but the first first one is that 
you have to sit down with your family yes. and ask them if they're going to be 100% with you. Okay. That is key. Now, is key. Well, the pushback I want to give, I had a candidate that I was working with and they were trying to do a podcast. But my thing is, you know, in doing a podcast, and I know that's one of the great ways of getting out, if you don't have the following. Right. You then know, you should because, use uh, something like you, like Game Changers. Okay. Uh, because uh, it all depends what you want to do. But uh, you always have to have something ready because you're going to have a lot of Zoom meetings okay. uh, at your house. It doesn't have to be nothing uh, out of the world, you know, a good camera, a good lens, or your phone, your iPhone, which is best for that. Right. And good lighting. Uh, so that way, when you have Zoom meetings, people see you professionally. And don't see you like in the dark. I have okay. Seen, I have seen candidates in the dark. I can't believe that. <laughs> but it is important that you use people that have the experience doing okay. the podcast because they're already there. Game Changers is a great, great opportunity Thank you. for people to use all the podcasts that you have and and be out there right. and just just boost it up, put some money and boost it up. That's and it. That's all you need to do and. In order to make it in politics, okay. the most important thing is that you have a commitment with yourself right. that you are going to work for the citizens and to improve their quality of life. It's wow. nothing else. I mean, I think we I think we wrapped it up in a nutshell. We definitely got more to talk about as we go into 2024. Um you know, the big picture, I'm looking at a lot of races happening. I'm looking at the local sheriff race. You got a hundred thousand people trying to run against the current sheriff here in Henry County, uh, uh, probably all over Metro Georgia. I, you know, um, it, it's, it's a lot going on. Go get the book, The Secrets of Campaigning. So you think you want to run. So you think you can run. Right. <laughs> About the sheriff in Henry County, uh, that's another thing. You have to evaluate his campaign. Uh-huh. Uh, you need to evaluate his background. Right. Uh, everything that he has done for Henry County. Right. Uh, if you see that you are running through um, against an incumbent. Right. That has a, a wonderful branding. Very wonderful. And not only that, his job talks by itself. Then you have to evaluate if you are going to run for that position or a position that you have better or more possibilities. Uh, right. Because don't run against an incumbent that you know is hard to beat. I beat my incumbent because he was corrupted. Wow. So when I find out that he was corrupted, I make sure everybody knew about it. And right. sometimes people say, oh, but if you talk about your, your, your opponent, that might be... Um, a knife with two blades? Yes. Uh, well, not necessarily, because people out there need to know how important it is to put in office a person that is transparent and right. accountable, not a person that will live from politics, okay? So that's very important. Don't uh, go against an incumbent that you know you don't have any possibility. Game Changers Magazine, Game Changers Media Network, Voices of the Village podcast with Maggie Martinez, The Secrets of Campaigning, so you think you can run. You guys, stay tuned. Go get the book. Go get the book. It's on Amazon. Come 
Come out, support the book. Candidates, if you're running um, campaign teams, make sure you get this book in your arsenal. It's a very phenomenal book. I've had the chance to look through it, uh, skim over some of the chapters, and I can tell you it can save you a lot of money. Oh, yes. You guys stay tuned. Voices of the Village podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Equality. 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 Equality.